Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. In a world, in a symphony of debauchery, two strangers must work in tandem. And the task ahead of them is vast and treacherous. Can they face the challenge? Will they survive? Michael Connor and Josh Beard. It's Connor and Beard. Hour two of Connor and Beard. ESPN 97.5925. Listen today. You know that I'm grinding through it. You think I might have pink eye? I could have allergies. I could have something in my eye. Well, actually, they did determine that I didn't have anything in my eye. So yeah, you definitely got it's pink either eye. pink eye or allergies. They keep telling it's pink eye. I'm just willing to accept it at this point. It's uh, pink eye. We have another. By the way, if you want to send in your wrong answers only of why Michael has pink eye, seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. One of the other answers is that your side chick is Amber Heard and you didn't wash a, your pillows. I don't have a side chick. Uh, that's a pretty good answer, though. It's not. Remember, bad. this is wrong answers only. In my home, my wife watched the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial, so I got to hear a lot about the defecating in a bed. That does not happen in my house. We don't uh, defecate in beds. Well, six seven zero says I guarantee you have pink eye from your wife farting on your pillow. So maybe she got angry at you or something. Just let one rip on your pillow. I mean, maybe it's payback because I rip hot farts in the bed all the time and she gets mad. <laughs> you trying to give your wife pink eye? No wonder she retaliated. No, I mean like last night. <laughs> Last night I did one in the blanket and actually it accidentally snuck out. Oh my god, you're disgusting! Yeah, she should be saying that to you. That is disgusting. It's not disgusting. It's gr- that's gross, man. Yeah, it happens. Nobody wants to smell your stink. Um, you know you got to do it sometimes. Somebody said, "Oh no, I'm not reading any." Of these yeah, don't on Twitch. Yeah, don't read these some. These are <laughs> these are really bad. Uh, people on the Twitch are saying that with your eye, you kind of look like the cartoon villain from Roger Rabbit. Because his eyes get a little red and crazy. I don't that. know who that is. Uh, it was, uh, I think it was Christopher Lloyd who played the villain in that. Virginia, you have to Google it. Okay, I'll do that. You've never seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit? No. What is wrong with you? That's a classic. You got to watch it. Okay. Whenever you, whenever you're laid up this weekend with your pink eye, watch Who Framed Roger I'm not Rabbit. Not gonna be laid up. I'm gonna be watching football and act, living a normal life. It's back to normal life, Josh. We're gonna fight through it, and that's what we do right. here on the show. I believe you, Josh. Somebody wants to come home. Who? Somebody. A person? A former Houston athlete. An athlete that we have honored this year by putting in the ring of honor. His name is J.J. Watt. Justin James himself was on the Pat McAfee show yesterday, and he has confirmed that he wants to come back to the Texans. I mean, if you think about it. Use, use, use our brains for a second here. If, if you're going to go somewhere, obviously you speak about Pittsburgh because my brother's there, but is there another team that's playing incredibly well right now who's – got a quarterback that's crushing it that's i got one for got you. a lot of connections i mean choose our brains yeah, i got one for i don't you. think i'm i'm struggling you actually no Cardinals? i got one for him no, no i can't think yeah. of it. I, right, yeah. right yeah. D-Buck, I think d buck could probably yeah right down there to be a guy right next to you too who i was about to ask you about with uh sheldon rankins 98 just had a there you go <laughs> had a jj ish game three Whoa. sacks on the stadium yeah. yeah he's on the stadium <laughs> yeah. yes and he's doing this again J.J. Watt. Freak out. 
wants to come home. I would freak out. I, I would be so excited for that. Now, here's the thing. If you gave him what's today, November 16th, the Texans season runs through what? When's their last regular season game? December 20. Is it December? No. December 31st? Is that the last game? Okay. No. Let's give JJ the next month to prepare. And you're the Texans. Sorry, January 7th. That's their last game. It's the game, game against the Colts in, in Indianapolis. Let's give, him, let's give him for the next month. See how the Texans are doing. He can get his body prepared. Yeah. And if they're in a spot where they're about to make a real playoff run and he's comfortable with how he feels and how, more importantly, I guess his heart is going. Those last four games, let's say the last four games. You'd have him for... Titans, Browns, Titans, Colts. You'd have him for the Titans twice, and he, historically throughout his career, feasts against the Titans. Would you bring him back? 100%. Now, I'm not going to go as far as some other people on social media who have reacted to this and some... It's, he's, I don't think he's actually going to come back and play. No, he's not. But if, if you bring him back, he doesn't come back as a starter either. He's not going to be a, a starter. rushing specialist. He's going to be situational. He's gonna, it's going to be a very situational third downs, big plays, big moments. He would come in. And, and the rotation, he'd be, a, he'd be a rotational piece. Now, he might end up being, if you give him a month to prepare, he's lost weight since then, so he's not going to be as heavy. The strength isn't going to be there. But it's still J.J. Watt. He is still... He's still one of the best pass rushers at his peak that we've ever seen in this game. So I have to imagine that even though he's lost the weight, even though he's lost some strength and he hasn't been preparing to do this, you give him a month to prepare and play in those last four games and possibly in a playoff run, this is a situation where he could be successful in those spots that you put him in. I mean, let's just be honest with you. It would be a better end to his career than being an Arizona Cardinal. Yes. It never fit. And I don't even care that they honored him um, earlier this year and put him in the Ring of Honor. How does that work? I, it, does, it, does his name get taken off the Ring of no. Honor? That's awesome. Does so he get to play in his red jacket? Yeah, I think so. I think maybe make, make a special jersey. Uh, you know what? Allow him to play. always play in the red helmet. Everybody else, even if they're wearing yeah. the blue helmet, just <laughs> allow him to play in the red helmet. That'd be the way to do it, for sure. <laughs> He's a Ring of Honor guy. Yeah, it's allowed, um, NFL. I don't know. I mean, like, the real question is, would his wife let him come back at this point? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I don't see why not. I don't know, man. I will say, on the outside looking in, I know nothing about them. They seem like they have a pretty copacetic and very understanding relationship because because they were both professional athletes who weren't even living together for a large portion of the beginning of their marriage. I feel like it's different now because there's a kid, but I feel like she'd be fine with it. I mean, look, if he called D'Amico tomorrow and, you know... It would help. You'd think all the other guys. I mean, we've talked about Will Anderson. Yeah. I mean, we would probably help Will Anderson get a little bit more free for some sacks, people. Think about the way we've seen Nico Collins progress this season. I know he's banged up right now, but the things we've seen from him this season, progressing as a wide receiver because he's been working with Andre Johnson. Now take that same mentality and apply that to Will Anderson and J.J. Watt. So even if J.J. Watt's just here as somebody who's helping Will Anderson learn, the little things that Will Anderson struggles with. So like, one of the things that Will Anderson, he really, really struggles with is the, the angle of attack that he takes on his pass rushes. But the biggest issue is he he doesn't do a good job of pivoting and, and changing the angle if he goes past a guy or if a guy moves up into the pocket. He is like, if, if his first angle doesn't work, there's almost no second attack with him. And that's why you're not seeing a lot of the sack numbers. Who's one of the best we've ever seen with the second attack and being able to attack at the right angle and pivot to the right spot and get that second that second point of attack on a pass rush? 
It's J.J. Watt. It's why he had so many swats. It's why he had so many different sack fumbles where if he attacks at that, that one point, he can always come back and, and have that second attack on the, on the pass rush as well. I would love to see Will Anderson learn from J.J., even for a portion I, of the season. I'm just going to go ahead and do it, guys. I'm going to do it. What do you think I'm about to do right now? Guarantee that J.J. Watt comes back to the Texans. This is why we have an alliance right now. I'm guaranteeing it. J.J. Watt suiting you up the right now in there. for the we, Texans. We all know it's forever and always. Suiting up for the Texans at the end of the season and in the playoffs. Six career sacks, by the way, in the playoffs. Nine games. Yeah. Eight of those games were with the Texans. There's just so... It's happening. It's happening. Michael guaranteed J.J. Watt back for the stretch run. I mean, think about a third down scenario in a playoff game. Fourth quarter of a playoff game, you've got a, you've got a, third, and, a third and eight. And you have to look at a defensive front that has Jonathan Grenard, J.J. Watt, and Will Anderson in it. That's that's absolutely terrifying. Or if they decide to go with one of those four uh, the one of those four man fronts, and you have J.J. Watt, you move Will Anderson down to defensive tackle and have somebody else coming off the edge. What are you doing with any of that? You're not doing anything. Uh, any there are very few offensive lines would be able to stop those situational uh, those situational lines. Do we have to do anything to bring, like get JJ back? Do we have to entice him in any way? Like, do we have to guarantee him more HEB commercials or something? Don't. And what do we have to? You've do? done enough guarantee. What, no, what do we, no, I'm saying like, what do, we, do we have to do something to, to get yeah, him out of retirement? It has to be an incentive. I mean, like he's got a pretty sweet, cushy seat up there in New York right now, where he gets to do the pre and post game and the halftime on CBS with a terrible uh, free feels, Dynamo tickets. Um, he likes soccer. He's part think, owner of a team now. He of what team? I, I don't know. He's, oh, Burnley. Yeah, yeah, Burnley. Yeah, they they suck. Um, they do. Aren't they on? Aren't, they well, got promoted this year. They're probably they're going to get relegated again. again. I, don't, I haven't. Ah. I think they're at the bottom of the table. Um, he's and I think Dude Perfect owns a portion of Burnley too. Yeah, they do. When they say portions, like it's small bet, portions. Yeah, he put in like a million dollars. Yeah, My, he's got like a point oh one percent, and then they just put him in front of the camera because he's popular. Like he's a part owner. Okay, well he's got a tiny percentage. Cool. I I'm on board. People on the Twitch right now are saying, "Hey, can you check on Lawrence Taylor? Can you check on Michael Strahan?" Guys, it's not I was like- going to see if Reggie White's available. <laughs> yeah. Actually, uh, it, it's it's Burnley, not. By the way, yes, last in the table in the Premier League. Oh, they will be awful. going back down. They are on a. They have not. They've won one game. That's awful. Um, they, they're they're a small club. Talking, small club. Talking about JJ Watt like this, we know how outlandish it is, and it's most likely not going to happen. But it's it's more feasible than than those guys. It's not like we're talking about a guy who's been retired for two or three years. Yeah, and he's talked about how you know being he around has. it a little bit's got the itch just come back up. You know, he wouldn't have, if he didn't. Have, and he, it's pretty clear when you listen to what he the way he talked about his retirement and the heart thing that happened that freaked him out. He wasn't going to retire. He was probably going to keep playing. And then that just kind of happened, and his yeah. body look. His body's been beat to hell. It has. Been. He's gonna be one of those guys. You know, he's gonna, he's gonna look like one day. He's gonna look like Bruce Bochy walking around. <laughs> he's gonna be this big, tall guy, he can barely move. Yeah, that's what that's he's gonna sad. be. It is sad, but that's just who he's gonna be. But look, if you got enough gas left in the tank, and you feel like this is a, I never loved the way that his Texans career ended. I mean, you never wanted to see him wear another team's uniform. Like, I wanted him to have no connection with anybody else because he is he should have been a lifer here. Yeah. But they were in such a screwed-up situation. And he, I, honestly, he did really, really good by them for a very long time and never, ever complaining about his contract or trying to get it redone yep. or anything. He, deserved, he honored that contract. He deserved a chance somewhere else. At least for yeah, it they were seemed so like bad it was, at the time. Like, yeah. It was like, okay, we'll do good by you, which is fine. Yeah. It, it, was the, it was one of the very few times I 
I didn't I didn't want somebody like JJ JJ to have to stick around for what the Texans had turned into. I think most fans feel that way. Most fans didn't didn't want him to have to sit and deal with that crap. And very, that doesn't happen very often, but I would rather him have a chance to do something. It just so happens that the Cardinals ended up being awful too. Yeah, they were well they made the playoffs this first year. They did. And they're de- and they, they had bounced. good pieces on defense. We were talking about that, that yesterday. They were they were like 8 and 1 at one point. Yeah. They start off the year like 5 and 0. Oh. They were actually really good, and then they completely fell apart, which is seems like the uh, Arizona Cardinals in general, what they always do. So that's it. Start the campaign. He's mentioned it. Let's find a way to bring the prodigal son back home, and this guy can get one final chance here in the city of Houston. When we return to Connor and Beard, ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, I'm going to tell you about an owner in sports that keeps whining like a little baby and why you should be thanking your lucky stars. You don't have an owner like this in this city, and we'll do that next. ESPN 97.5.com. Take his pork chop. I don't want his pork chop. I want his life. Back to another attempt at Houston Sports Talk with these two noobs. Noobs. It's Connor and Beard, live in the Veritex Community Bank Studios. I really got to get better at my timing on chewing food. I, I still haven't learned the cadence of the breaks yet. You're on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Connor and Beard. I was going to call it Michael Connor and Josh Beard. Those are our actual names. Our full I like names. Those names. Huh? We're not allowed to use our first names, though. We can use our. First I tried name. to rebel against that, and I got right. a I got a weird letter. Like somebody said, don't well, I don't, don't ever you, do well, I it call again. You Josh, all the time. I don't call you Beard. You do call me Josh, like, but we're not as a show name. We're not allowed to use our first names because of John and Lance. And I got some weird letter written on it, and it had a Coors Light logo on it. And so I just don't do it anymore. That's hey, it's a good move on your part. It was threatening. I don't listen, want to do that. Always listen to the Godfather. Uh, it's a smart move on your part. So, if you had to pick one of the two of them, the other one's going to retaliate against you. You have to pick John or Lance. Who would you do? Who would you pick to retaliate against? Yeah, me? no, no, no. You have to pick one of them to be on your side. The other one's going to retaliate against you if you don't. Granado. Yeah, I would do. He knows more people. He does. He, Lance, and he has Lance I could people. just, I could just show him a lightning video and he'll like pass out. <laughs> That's all I need. <laughs> I, do, I told you before. Every time I'm on, for some reason when I'm on like Instagram on the reels and you're watching them, anytime I get one that pops up that's some video with lightning, I just send it to Lance and go, "Here you go, buddy. Enjoy that's this." He doesn't like lightning videos. Oh, he is like deathly afraid of, of lightning? lightning. Yeah, really? Oh, yeah. that sucks. I, I would, we used to make fun of him. I told you one time when we were years ago when we worked together, he came in one day all hobbled and like crutches and everything because i hurt my achilles last night because i was in the garage and lightning struck out near my house and i ran out and i was in socks and i fell (laughs) that's a very unfortunate incident and i'm trying very very hard not to make fun of lance right now and i'm not going to do it i will say uh, my my method of uh, at stopping lance from being able to go after me is also weather related just ask him about the dew point that's all you got yeah that's true uh, somebody on Twitch asked why I have sunglasses on today. Well, you're, pink you're late to the show. Yeah, I went to the doctor this morning. I could take them off real quick. I either have pink eye or allergies. There's no either. It's We know what it is. The text line all day has been figuring out what it is. By the way, um, somebody on the text line, for uh, if you want to send in reasons why Michael has pink eye, wrong answers only, 713-780-3776, or you can send it on the Twitch, you too. Know, I'm not even really, like, honestly that concerned about me being in the studio today because you and I just came into this studio today. And there's no telling what went on in here earlier. Like, me and my pink eye is no big deal. Yeah, that's Paul true. Paul was watching 
Japanese softcore porn. I don't know why. In here. It's just like on. And there's no idea what what the hell he was doing. No, but I I just never I never question what Paul is doing. And you're much much better off. You're in a much better mental state, not wondering what Paul was up to. Six seven eight said you got pink eye from uh, because he gave your wife a Dutch oven. No. Well, I, I think Dutch ovener. You literally said you did it last night. Oh, no, it snuck out of the blanket. But well, technically that's close to a Dutch oven, and it could have snuck out into your eye. Under it. I'm just saying. You guys are the worst. The absolute worst. You know who else is the worst? David Tepper. The worst owner in sports. And I'm proclaiming that right now. Here is David Tepper, if you've not heard this yet, claiming that the Panthers had a three way trade with the Texans and the Bears ahead of the draft before one of the teams pulled out. We had a trade to go up to two. And it was a three-way trade with um, Chicago. And we were going to go up to two. And the Texans were going to trade up to one. Chicago was going to be down to two, and we were going to trade with Chicago. And so we were, you know, we were waiting. We had that trade kind of arranged on Wednesday, I think, at the time when I think. Wednesday. And so, um, you know, we waited. You know, <laughs> you have to appreciate it. Like, I, I come from a world where you do trades. And I don't love when trades don't happen right away. So I'm driving Scott crazy. I, I have to apologize for Scott for this, by the way. I'm saying, what's going on with these guys? This doesn't feel right. What's going on? And so Wednesday goes, Thursday goes, we get into Friday, and the, the uh, Texans changed their mind about the trade, about doing the trade, the three-way trade. We got in the afternoon. It's Friday afternoon. And, you know, Scott talked to um, Poles, and basically um, he, he, got, he, he got a value that he would accept for us to move up to one. I mean, this guy, if I was a, in all seriousness, if I was a Carolina Panthers fan, I would want him gone. He's like stupid rich, one of the dumbest, like one of the richest owners in the sport. And he's an idiot. He has no idea what he's doing with football. None. He should have no involvement in the football operation. And we keep getting all these stories about he's involved in this, involved in that. He meets with Frank Reich after every freaking game and like goes over everything. Like, dude, you're clueless. And it is sad. It tells you all you need to know about the pressure that he's probably feeling, which from a fan base that isn't huge, by the way, it's Carolina. But the fact that C.J. Stroud's been God's gift to football and Bryce Young hasn't, that he's out here doing this. Like, dude, shut the hell up. Go away. You're, you aren't that great. The Texans didn't make a deal. If I was the Texans, I would start putting out this isn't true. This isn't true. I'd just be pumping that out to the public. <laughs> yeah, this is not. You You want to know what this feels like to me? I know we've seen reports that oh, oh if the Texans have had the number one pick, they were going to draft Bryce Young. I don't care about those now. You know You know what this feels? They feel, didn't. They, well, I, I think that they were going to draft C.J. Stroud number one overall. And my guess is the reason they pulled out of this deal with, with the Panthers and the Bears is because somewhere in those negotiations, the Panthers let it slip that they wanted Bryce Young with the number two overall pick. They wanted to draft Bryce Young. They weren't going after Stroud. And the Texans were like, oh, well, we don't have to make the move now. We can just stay here, and we're going to get the guy that we want. And that's why they pulled out of this deal. Especially Tepper said he's a guy, oh, these trades need to happen quick. They need to happen quick, or they're not going to. And first of all, anybody who tells me how I'm supposed to feel about a thing they're about to tell me about themselves Big red flag for me. Dave, David Tepper, before he said, oh, you have to appreciate this. No, we like don't. to make No, we don't. I don't have to appreciate anything. I don't have to appreciate anything that you're about to tell me that you did or you do. I don't have to appreciate it the, or the people who say, oh, you have to respect this. No, I don't. I get to decide whether or not I'm going to appreciate or respect things. So that I already that's already a pet peeve of mine. 
But then the way he talks about this and the way he it looks like he runs his organization, he wants to be very controlling, very manipulative, and very on top of things, which makes me feel like he divulges too much information. He probably, or somebody close to the situation, let it leak that Bryce Young was going to be their target with the number two pick, and they wanted him. And so the Texans felt pretty comfortable that they could get C.J. Stroud with number two, and there was no need to make the move. I like your spin zone on it. I think you're on it. This is my. We're going with Josh's spin zone. This is my this. biggest conspiracy theory of the season. Now, this is my new favorite conspiracy I mean, it's theory. It's not even really a crazy conspiracy theory. No, it's I, not. I, mean, I do have the questions from everything that we've heard too. And he, and now look, could they be lying to our faces? Sure. Yeah. But the way that they talk about CJ and what they saw from him in the pre-draft, you know, meetings and everything, like I really do believe that the Texans, after the process of going through it, probably getting to know the guy, wanted him. Like, yeah. I do believe that. How do you go into meetings with C.J. Stroud, listen to him talk about his life and himself and his his philosophies and the way he – his philosophy behind football and not just I mean, fall in love with him? And Lance was talking about it one day. I think it was uh, – he was saying that, I guess from somebody that he heard that in one of the meetings, like, C.J. was challenging Bobby Sloak. Like, they, That's were, inc- they see? were getting after it. Yeah. and, and, and Like, that I, tells me, like, okay, they're – I mean, it could rub people the wrong way, but yes. I, I think it's probably one of those situations where you're you're looking at the guy and going, I like this guy. Yeah. This guy knows what he's doing. And this guy he, knows, what, knows what he's capable of. He has a personality that it just really seems like D'Amico would, would enjoy, too, where it's like he's got the fire, he's got the fight, he wants to push, he wants to be good, and you can see that with these guys. And so I, I, I am now fully confident after hearing David Tepper talk about this that the Texans were going to – they wanted C.J. Stroud, and they were afraid that the Panthers were going to, to draft C.J. Stroud or somebody was going to jump them for C.J. Stroud, and that's why they tried to move up to number one. And, and once they found out it wasn't going to happen, that's whenever they backed out. I hate to see it for Carolina. I don't know why I have this hate for them. I shouldn't. But like as this process has moved along, I hate them even more. It's because of him. And you know what? I have been a person that has complained out loud and said a lot of things about the McNairs and sell the team throughout the years. You know what? I'm sorry. You guys finally got out of your own way with this one. They did. You hired a coach that's right. You let the people in the building do their football stuff. You got Snake Boy out of there. You, you ready know, to apologize to somebody you, else, too? Who? Nick. Are you ready to apologize to eh, Nick yet? yet? Come on. Oh, I'll get you at There's some point. still that New England stink to him. That's fair. Like, I just, I can't. If he took off the vest, do you think it would change things no. for you? No. 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 What if he started wearing more, like, what if he started wearing Wranglers and, like, it's, boots? No, nah, it wouldn't matter. I he feel like. He didn't have the sound for the, it. It didn't look for it. It's the vest. The vest is what, that's like, it's not oh, even that feels the vest. very New England to it's, me. It's, it's, just, it's just his personality. It's just the way that. Yeah, like, that's fair. He talks in these giant circles i just i don't know if i'm ever going to get completely on board with him ever no i'm being uh, serious i don't know i really don't know i because i don't know if to believe if he has real power but you have no reason not to believe it either that's you're true. just choosing to yeah, you're choosing you're negativity no i'm just you're i'm just cho- choosing to be you're choosing hate right now michael that's not we hate. already decided earlier this week that you hate love i'm i know that's you you hate love you determined no, that, that you actually hate love, way more me. evidence that you hate love that's not accurate that's 100 percent accurate you don't love nick i let nick my Casario. wife fart in my face and i got pink eye what are you talking about i love her <laughs> the that's cat's love. out of the bag we figured it out we got him ladies and gentlemen that's not how it happened <laughs> that um, seems to be the prevailing opinion though on the text line that's on because the of the movie what movie yeah. was that uh i can't remember i know what you're talking about but i can't remember what it's movie that's from. seth rogan and he's like I can't. I got pink eye. 
<laughs> farted on my pillow. I is that from out. is that from Forty Year Old Virgin? It's not Forty Year Old uh. Virgin. I can't remember which movie it is, but that's where that comes from. No, so I, it's not that. Um, <laughs> and maybe it was Nick Casario that gave me the pink eye. Yeah, I don't. Nick Casario's best gave me the pink eye. I, I don't know if I can ever get completely down with him. And that's on me as a person. I'll admit it. Do, what win, would it. Win a Super Bowl? All right, Nick. Maybe that's a conversation we can have at some point. What would it take for you to get on board with Nick Casario? And, and honestly, Send maybe... Me some of his salary. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's a question for... I, I don't think... This is the thing. I don't think that you're the only person. I don't think you're alone in feeling that way. I don't think that you're the only person that feels that way, that it's going to be hard for you to ever get... If you can ever get on board with Nick Casario. I think there are a lot of other people in this city because it's not just the New England stink. He has a little bit of that Jack Easterby stink on him, too. And so it, yeah, it's going to be... We all believe Jack hired him. Right. And it's going to be very difficult, if not impossible, for a lot of people to get on board. So that would be my question. I guess 713-780-3776, guys. What would it take? What would the Texans have to do for you to get on board with Nick Casario? And maybe that's something we could talk about. Look, at the end of the day, the Texans don't have David Tepper running their organization, and that's a good thing because that guy is a straight-up moron. This Saturday is the Cougs' final home game of the regular season, and you can get out there and see them and send their seniors off in style as they take on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Join them for a night of thrilling plays, unforgettable moments, and a celebration of their dedicated athletes. Don't miss out on this excitement. Right now, caller number two will win a pair of tickets to see the Cougs as they look to take down those Cowboys and finish the season strong. By the way, still two wins away from bowl eligibility. To get there, they have to, of course, win this game over Oklahoma State. Maybe you're looking for tickets of your own. They're currently running a special where tickets start at just $15. Go to uhcougars.com slash tickets or call 713-GO-COUGS now to get your tickets today. Come early, be loud, and wear red! ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Dude. Have you paid your dues, Jack? Yes, sir. The check is in the mail. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's Connor and Beard. I guess that's their last names or something. Oh, oh yeah, John and Lance are the only ones allowed to use their first names. It is Connor and Beard, ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. With you until 3 o'clock. Killer Bees will be after us. Jeremy's got the day off today. So uh, it's like a combo day every day. Today it's going to be Joe George. Yeah, Josh, you're not going to do six hours of radio. No, I'm not. I took over the show. How did your voice survive that, by the way? Oh, it was fine. Uh, I was a little bit, a little bit scratchy this morning, but I took care of it. Drank some tea whenever I got home last night. Had some tea this morning too, so it's not too bad. It's the really most. Drink, you drink tea, Josh? Is yeah, a tea, tea with guy. honey. Uh, like the, last night, I did. Uh, I did some like we have this chamomile like sleepy time tea. I did that with honey, and then I did the green tea with honey this morning. Never been a tea guy. I'm not. I wasn't either. I'm not usually a big tea. If it is Doesn't tea, have caffeine in it. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I, why are you drinking it at night? Huh, well, the, so sleepy time like chamomile tea does not have caffeine. Oh, okay. It's like it's got some other stuff in it. But uh, it, the I, it used to be just iced tea, like sweet tea. I was just any kind of sweet iced tea. <laughs> not a big fan sugar, of like buddy. the hot tea. Yeah, I know. That's the, <laughs> that's why I, I grew don't up drink. in a house that always had a big homemade jug. Oh yeah, of sweet tea. Do you ever, and I would see how much sugar my mother would put in there, and I think about it all these years later. Let's go, see how oh con- God. I want to see how country you are. Did, was it was it fresh brewed like on the stove or was it sun tea? It was sun tea. Yeah, there we go. It's always sun tea. It's always sun tea. We always I, had a picture of it at least every week. Yeah. I mean, like, just, there was a picture made, like, Sunday night, and it would last. That makes me happy. a pig picture, and it would be there all week. We grew up very, very similarly. 
Uh, I, dr- I drink a lot of sweet tea in my life. Except I was poor enough to have mayonnaise sandwiches, not and not regular normal sandwiches like a normal person had. But we grew up pretty similarly. But now, now I do the I do hot tea because it helps the it helps the throat. So That's if good. I have any throat problems, then then I take care of it and I just down all the all the tea that I can. Just congrats. I just wanted to tell you congrats again on uh you know making it through your six hours. Well, I did I did take over the Killer Bees yesterday and uh we call it, uh, we changed the name to the Killer Beards. So the show is officially renamed the Killer Beards. We actually even had a caller, caller Danny called in and said that he was a longtime listener to the Killer Beards. That's so good I, to know. I took over I commandeered the show for the three of us. So if we ever needed if we ever want to do 6 hours, we can just keep doing this after our show's over and do the Killer Beards if we want to. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm gonna just go ahead and tell you I'm not doing another three That's hours fine. today. I'm no, not today. Yeah, you sh- you probably of all people shouldn't. Joe just saw your eye and asked you to wipe the microphone down with I Clorox. I was planning wipes. to wipe ev- wipe everything down. As I know you were. I trust you. Joe doesn't trust you right now, though. I think Joe's pretty afraid that he's gonna get I pink concern- eye. I'm concerned about everybody. Unlike Josh over here, Mister Super Spreader, with his freaking flu. I didn't even come in as soon as I found out that I had it. I had no clue. You walked in here with an eye goopy. with ta- Like, honestly, your eye has anybody take off work for pink eye? I no. probably wouldn't, no. No. Uh, not unless it was, like, really bad. I knew for a fact that it was pink eye. Yeah, but I only for like for a fact. Literally, the doctor today said, it might be allergies because there's a lot of stuff going around in the air yeah. right now. Only for, like, a day, though. They're like, the, the doctor literally said, I can't tell you which one it is. I'm going to give you these drops. Just in case it is pink eye. Yeah, in your eye is kind of gross. It's very dischargey. Uh, you want some of it? My, no, God, no, please don't. I the only thing that bothers me with sickness, I don't care about working while I'm sick. I just don't want to spread it to people. Yeah, I don't either. Because I don't, I don't I, want. I, if anybody gets it here, hand up. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just don't want people to call me. I don't know things like super spreader. That's what I was trying to avoid. Well, you were a super spreader. I did the right thing, and I still got the let's name. Spread, I'm coming in sick you know what? next let's time. Let's super spread joy right now, Josh. All right, I'm fine with that. Uh, I saw DJ BNMA, who, of course, covers the Texans for ESPN.com. You hear him across all of our shows here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Uh, he had a tweet earlier today about the uh, Texans' playoff percentage according to the uh, ESPN Football Power Index, which I don't understand how they do this thing, but look, this is where numbers get in the mix and this is not a numbers show we've established that we don't do math well here on this see, show. here's the thing we do like numbers yeah we're, we like them. we're we not don't like to do we're them. good at compiling numbers we're not at, at at making the numbers yeah the texans sit with a 58.4 percent chance of making the playoffs does this feel too high or does this feel too low? That feels about right to me. By the way, DJ BNMA will be with us tomorrow, two fifteen to two forty-five here on the show. Um, that excites me. Uh, D- DJ, he's one of my favorite people to talk Texans and football with. I'm going to make a lot of guarantees. I just to really bug him tomorrow. I'm not even a little bit surprised. Fifty-eight point four percent feels about right. Uh, they entered the season uh, that, the entering the season at that fifteen percent. I think some people, some places, had them lower than the fifteen percent. Fifty-eight point four feels feels about where I'm at. I might be a little bit higher, like in the low sixties range, somewhere around like sixty-two or sixty-three. But fifty-eight percent feels right. I think it feels too low. Really? What? What? Where would you put it? If you had to put a percentage on it, what would you put? What would you choose? Ninety-eight point two. Did you just? Okay. Are Are you just thinking like temperature wise? No, ninety-eight point two. That's too high. A 1.8% chance they don't make it. That's no, it. that's too high. Dude, have you seen the Jags? They suck. I I understand that. Okay. Biggest, fakest 6-4 and four team in the history of the league. How much is that percentage going to go down if they lose to the Cardinals this weekend? 
Um, probably down to 90. <laughs> just, <laughs> I was really hoping for like a huge swing where it'd go from like 98% to like 45%. No, just down lose. to 90. Down to 90? Yeah. Mm. If they lose this weekend, I'm going to drop it below 50. I'll be at like 40, 48, 49%. Mm. Andrew, you giving them better or worse than a 58% chance to make the playoffs? I think they have a 97.5% chance Look of making that. the playoffs. <laughs> I just hate... Let the record reflect. These are the men on this show that are man enough I dis- and not scared okay. to really tell All you their right. real feelings about things. I disliked your 98.2%, but Andrew choosing the 97.5% is that created a visceral, a visceral reaction in me that just makes me want to grab your eye and take it in there and rub it all over. It. I don't need you to touch my eye. Somebody needs you. Somebody needs you to, to, to needs to touch your eye. Nobody should. Something should. Some kind of medication or something. Well, that's going to be after the show. I know. Ninety-eight point two, Josh. Ninety-eight. Embrace point, it. No. Okay. Let, give me your real, your actual real percentage. Ninety-eight point two. Oh, uh, you know what? Fine. I'm going to go ninety-nine point seven. Nah, you know what? Yep. I'm actually back down to 68.4. chance. No, I guarantee that the Texans are making the playoffs at 99.7%. This isn't your thing. Yep, I'm stealing it. No, I'm co-opting it. No, you're not. It's my thing now. It's not I've a now thing. taken it. It's not a thing. There's zero. If they, and if they lose to the Cardinals, it's only going down to a 98.3% chance. If you love the uh, – we talked about this with Joe before. Uh, he wants to fade the predictor on the he does. predictor. Maybe we should be week. doing that. Well, don't you don't want to fade it this week, I guess, because the Texans, according to the ESPN matchup predictor, have a sixty-seven point six percent chance of winning. That feels real low. Does it? Yeah, that feels low to me. I don't think it feels that low. Spread right now is four and a half. Texans four and a half. I just between these two teams, the way each of them, the 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 talent on each. Oh, I guess I I was thinking more like a like seventy-five, seventy-six range percent for the Texans. I think it's fine. Oh, you chose 98.2% for them to make the playoffs, and you can't get on board with upping it to a 75% against the Cardinals. I'm just saying, like, I don't think it's that wrong. It's a home, it's football still. Like, even, okay, let's go like the most lopsided matchup this week is probably what? Detroit and Chicago? What do you think the percentage, what do you think the, or Dallas, Dallas, Carolina? Uh, well, Dallas, here, 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 Carolina. Give me your guess on Detroit, Chicago, and what the matchup predictor says. Detroit, Chicago is probably like an eighty-two percent. Nope, sixty-eight percent line. What? I've seen much higher percentages than that. Cowboys, That's kind of wild. Panthers. What Cowboys, Panthers is. I'm gonna say. Well, now I'm now my brain's adjusting based on what you just said. I'm gonna go ahead and say seventy-nine percent. Eighty-four. Oh, see, I have one more. Gone a little higher. Dang. Dolphins, Raiders. This one actually blow your mind. Hmm. Dolphins Raiders. They're going to do something dumb. Let's say 72%. No, 90.4%. 90? Come on. That's what it says. Okay. 90.4. That's, you know what? I'm I'm on board with Joe. This thing is stupid. No, this thing I'm, makes I think zero I'm sense. The, I think I'm all in on the predictor. I'm out. I'm I out. Think, I think it's right. I'm not going to fade the, the, the football the power Dolphins, index. The Dolphins, by the way, are third. Think about this. This is a matchup of 6-3 and three versus 5-5, five and five, and the Dolphins are 13.5 point favorites. <laughs> I, I know I, that they're playing Aiden O'Connell at quarterback, but I mean they well, are five. They just beat the Jets last week. I like they're to call five him five. I like to call him Farva because he looks like Farva from Super Troopers. Oh, right. he does. Go look at him. Tell me he can doesn't I get look a like large Farva. Farva? <laughs> can, you, uh, can I get can a, a liter of cola? Liter of cola. <laughs> what would you do with that million dollars? And you can't say you're going to buy the Cleveland Cavaliers. He goes to like the huddle pregame. He's like, "All right, we're going to call this Team Ramrod. Team Ramrod, right? We're Team Ramrod. Our Ramrod." <laughs> 
It's a great. It's a great movie. It's an incredible movie. One of my uh, favorite movies ever. I I still feel like the Texans' percentage chance to win should be higher. If if the Dolphins have a ninety percent chance to beat the Raiders, then the Texans should be above seventy at the very least. I think it's fine. They still got a rookie at quarterback. I, I you are frustrating, and I hope your pink eye gets worse. That's mean. Yeah, I never well, once hoped that your flu would get you worse. You actually did no. hope. Yes. One of, the, one of the days I was when out. did I ever say I One of the days I was out. Worse. I argued I argued a point of yours on whenever I was on Twitch, and you said that you hoped that my fever got worse. So I thank you very much. That. Yes, you did. I need proof. I will go find it. never came out of my I'll mouth. I'll go find it. Josh is a liar and a super spreader. And speaking of liars and super spreaders, that would be the Oakland A's. They have super spread their self all over the country. They are officially on the move to Las Vegas. We'll discuss that move, what it means for the future of baseball, and why they are the worst team in sports next. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. We're your daddy. Well, I feel like I'm your daddy. You're not my daddy. No, daddy. No, no, I'm your daddy. You ain't my daddy, boy. Yes, yeah, I am. You are not our daddy. daddy. I am your daddy. Not a daddy. Some say these guys get along swimmingly. I'd say, slow your roll. They're just really getting to know each other. And it takes time for animosity and dysfunction to flourish. Let's just enjoy that process together. Live in the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's Connor and Beard. It is Connor and Beard, ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. We're on Twitch. You're getting all kinds of a show today. I'm doing it with my sunglasses on. (laughs) Just, I just looked over at you for the first time. What happened? Oh, yeah. I've got you my, got the I'm hoodie freezing, on now. dude. Like, I walked out to go to the restroom in the break. What is wrong with you? And it's a normal, comfortable temperature. And then I walk in here. There's just this draft of Antarctic air. You're falling Antarctic apart, air. man. Yeah, no, I'm not falling apart. You are falling apart. I don't know how you're wearing shorts. This I is really the beginning. Don't. Well, I've always, I've always kind of been this way. I think it's mostly because I haven't ever had, like, perfect circulation in my legs. Um, but I don't get cold below the waist very easily. So I, I'm a big shorts and hoodie guy in specific temperatures like what we're in right now. Well, congrats to you. The 50s to 60s range, I can wear shorts. I'm frozen. You know where I wouldn't be frozen? Las Vegas. That's true. You wouldn't big be. Big weekend in Las Vegas, You'd by be the way. poor, though. I know you guys don't keep up with F1. At least I don't think you do. No. Um, they're racing in Las Vegas this weekend, and if you paid any attention to that, the first ever Las Vegas Grand Prix, it has turned into a nightmare. Um, they have overcalculated and spent way more money than they are going to make. And right now you can apparently get tickets for nothing and you can get hotel rooms like that are overlooking the track for like $18 a night in, in Las Vegas. Yes. That's why are we going to Vegas this weekend? I was, I sent it to my wife earlier. I was like, Hey, you want to make a last minute trip to Vegas? She's always talking about how she wants to go to a F1 race one day. And I was thinking, like, you know, we'd go to a European one or something. But if it's going to be this cheap, I, yeah. say, I just say we go. Go right now. Go this weekend. Yeah. Why not? Um, but the Oakland A's have officially been approved for a move to Las Vegas, Nevada. And I don't know if you've looked at the story on it, Josh, but in this move to Las Vegas, uh, they, of course, are going to play one more year. I should Right? It's one more year with under their lease. At the Coliseum in Oakland in 2024. Mm-hmm. After that, they are homeless. They are nomads. They're going to split their games basically as much as possible with the availability of it between San Francisco and their AAA ballpark in Las Vegas. If I was a player, I would beg and 
just beg and beg to get out of that organization. What a freaking oh. nightmare there. And are. who would want to go there? Yeah. Unless it's your you your only shot at continuing to play in in Major League Baseball is to go to the Athletics. That's the only yeah. reason anybody anybody should go there. Or if they're just going to pay you a ton of money and all you care about is money. I'm just reading over the oh, stars, looking at the stories. There's still a hold up by the way on the yes. there's still a hold up on the building of the stadium. In Las Vegas, which is great. You want to approve the move and do the move without the, uh, the full approval and ground being broken. They're trying to build the stadium on the strip. It's going to be a like a less One, than 40,000-seat stadium. $1.5 billion stadium. Did you see what the holdup is? Yeah, it's the teachers' union. The teachers' union in Nevada is is worried about the $380 million the state has committed to the $1.5 billion. I mean... I am all down with him getting out of Oakland. It's fine because Oakland was never going to build them a stadium, and it never made a lot of sense to me to have two teams basically literally across the water from each other. I don't know if they have a long history of being right. there, but like nobody goes to A's games. And I'm down for the Astros playing in a division where you can go to um, you can go to Las Vegas and have you know a weekend away and watch baseball, whatever it might be. But I mean, this is just they they stay. And if that's it's a lot like David Tepper. If I was a fan of the A's, I'd be praying to God that my that my guy sells. I mean, does this push us though closer to having the sport expand? Like that's been the question mm. here the whole time: is they're going to be looking to expand to thirty-two teams? Is there? We've had the Tampa Bay thing. Are we finally getting close to the real talk of two teams being added to the sport? I, I I wouldn't be opposed to it. I think expansion in both M- the Major League Baseball and the NBA would be cool to see, but especially in baseball, I think this puts th- this could put them. The NBA to has thirty two has thirty right now as well, right? Yeah, yeah. they both want to get to yeah. thirty two. There's been talk of the NFL going to thirty four. The NFL going to thirty four would be wild, but I I wouldn't mind that either. More teams is just more teams. It, it would be more. It would be fun. Yeah, and it, obviously it takes time for like for those teams to get to a point to where they can they can compete, and you start to see parity all across the league. But the more teams you have, the more players you get, the more the pool gets separated, and the better parity you have across the league. So I think that'd be a good thing for Major League Baseball. I think that we've talked about it before. The clear candidate is Nashville. They're going to put a team in yes. Nashville. You mentioned the NBA, like Seattle's going to get a team back. We yes. all know that's that that has one. to be the and first. Vegas place. is going to get the other team. Yes, which I don't know how I feel about the whole Vegas thing. Like, Vegas, but I feel like from what I've seen and what I've heard, Vegas has been a pretty successful destination for professional organizations so far. Just because you get so many people who are just visiting, and you have enough people there that are going to come to the games that are going to be fans of the home. But nobody's going to go to the A's games if they don't win. That's um, that's the thing. People winning go, winning go, solves like, everything. Because aren't the Golden Knights like awesome? All the the, time? And they were awesome pretty much from the get go. Like the way they started is incredible. The way the Golden Knights the, they sold their season tickets at a really really low rate just to get people there, and they were good. I I think it was either their very first or their second season. They were immediately good. So that just kickstarted them into oblivion for popularity in the city. And it hasn't been the same way with the Raiders, but it's the NFL. People are still going oh, no, to go to those games. But the stadium's full every week. And the stadium's uh, insane. I've had people that got to do stuff both whenever they were doing Twitch sports and NFL yeah. things where they've gotten to go to some of the different areas where they have media areas set up and where they've done some of their some of the the facilities in general are incredible. I'm a big fan of Vegas. I, do you guys like Vegas? I've only been one time. Andrew? It's a good time. I enjoy Vegas. How many times have you been there? Um, considering including work trips, now yeah. five, I think. Our work trips, you've been there more than me. I've been there three. Are work trips really that hard there? I mean, like, it's, it's, you're, 
that would working. be impossible for me. Well, like we go do the show in Vegas. You could just go do the show for three hours, and then yeah. I'm going to do nothing but sit on the craps table. Well, you got to wait till five p.m. Or that's when I had to wait till, until our show was over, and you had to wait till oh, five until p.m. on a Friday. Five p.m. Oh man, yeah, it oh, was no. tough. It was very tough. <laughs> our show would be what ten to ten to one. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Oh my, we'd be done at one o'clock. It'd just be buffets and craps tables the rest of the day. Yeah, that'd be incredible. I've only that's been all one, I do. I stopped. I only went once, and I was only there for a night. We, we when I was I was going from Monterey, California, where some of my training was, to San Angelo, and we did like a whole week long trip. Stopped in a bunch of different places, but Vegas was our second stop. And I went. I went to a couple of different casinos. I started with three hundred. I was up to over a little over two thousand, and then I left with only eighty dollars. So. Somehow I could have been way up, and I ended up losing twenty bucks. You gotta know when to walk away. But I—that's I, very true. Well, the problem is I didn't know—I didn't know enough about Vegas at the time, and I was pretty good at some of the different games. Like poker was the one that I was playing, and I won a bunch of money with that at some other tables. And then they start—they just bring you those free drinks. And they kept bringing the free drinks, and they kept, the more you win, the more they bring you. And I got drunk, and some old lady took all my money. So no, you gave her your money. I well, yeah, pretty much. I gave her all of my money because of that, but it's fine. Uh, I didn't lose the one hundred dollars. I lost twenty, and I saw one of the best Boston cover bands I've ever seen when I was in Vegas. Well, I would love to go back. What though. you could do is be me. Even the last time I was there, I made a ton of money. The moment I got there, like within the That's... first for the, within the first hour, I was up like two grand. Hold and... on, you're saying winning money as soon as you get to Vegas is the right way to go? Well, no, I got Shut. all that money. Say it ain't and my, so. and my my then girlfriend, now wife, uh, decided that she wanted to go. I, told, I think I've told you that she wanted to go to Calvin Harris. Oh DJ yeah. Set. Yeah, and the tickets for that were, I think, like three seventy five for the for males. There goes and, all your money that you and three hundred for females. So like, I a big chunk of it went right there. <laughs> and then we stood around in this club until three thirty in the morning when he came on. It was the worst night of my life. That's awful. And How we long, didn't stop playing. When did until, you go there? He didn't stop playing until five thirty. Hold on. So you were you were going to see Calvin Harris. So you're going to see you're, Calvin Harris is a musician, right? I don't know much about him. He's a DJ. DJ. Okay. Look, I don't laugh at me, Andrew. Andrew's literally covering his face and laughing at me. This is where I show my age. I don't know much about Calvin Harris. I just knew I knew music. Why is it three why is the price different for guys versus girls? That's, don't ask me. I guess he's looking to get more chicks in there. That's like They're normally like a chicks. club type they thing, right? They don't want they don't want men in there. That it's is like the, in a Vegas club. That is the dumb. I guess it's different for a DJ because it's like the club environment. Whatever, it's fine. I, I'm gonna move past that. What time did you show up for this show? Like midnight. And you sat there for three and, and a half other hours doing stuff. Yeah, we just nah. sat there and drank the whole time. No, nah, I'm out. My wife would have gotten. Dude, I was left. out the second we got in there. That's that out. is wild. You I hate what? big it groups was, of people. She anyway. had a great time. Uh, that's what's back important. On it, it was her. That was it. That was like her last hoorah. Would you would you make that decision every single time just because she had a good time? No, <laughs> I wouldn't either. I don't blame you. No, but look, at least she back, had a good I time. I would have convinced her to spend. I would. Hey, let me go spend money on you elsewhere. I, this is this is why we need to we need a trip to Vegas as a show, whether it's for work or not work. We need a trip to Vegas because I've never been to Vegas with just a group of guys, and I've never been able to actually enjoy and partake in the Vegas buffets. And I hear they're incredible. Oh, all, all I really want to do there is nothing better than a Vegas buffet after the night of drinking. That's what there I want. Just it, I want to experience. It just goes hard. I need you to sherpa me through Vegas. I just want to lay out by the pool all day. Go now drink and gamble. Guys, so you can sit out by the pool. That's fine. Go drink and gamble, and then go to the buffets after we get done drinking. That's yeah. all I want. I mean, look, let's go. 
You guys, I know, I know people are out there listening. They can make it happen. Let's go. We'll go to Vegas. We'll take the show. Yeah. What do you want us to go to Vegas for? Send us. Sports book wants to put us up. There we go. Let's let's get it on. We could be three wolf packs out in the desert looking for strippers and cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Oh, I guess we would have to decide which one of us is each of the characters from. what is it from the hangover hangover yeah. yeah i just don't want to be the one that loses his tooth i feel like that would probably end up being me or y'all would decide that i'm just zach galifianakis um which yeah, would fit to. too i don't think i i don't and you know you know who you are you're mr chan 713-780-3776 is our number to join us or text us you can send us uh which guys we will be in uh, in uh, the Hangover, the Hangover. Why do we? Why are we so bad with movie names today? I don't. The know, other, man. the it's Seth the Rogen movie, we couldn't pink, remember was knocked up earlier. The pink guy's throwing me completely <laughs> off. It's what it is. <laughs> me too. I keep having uh, to look. Hey, at it. when will the Texans start losing coaches to other staffs? The NFL dot com yearly article of coaches to watch in the upcoming coaching search is out. We'll tell you about how many Texans coaches have started to make their list, and it might depress you. That's next. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, the only sports radio on FM in Houston. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.